Hello and welcome to the X-Files Revisited. I'm your host, Graham Davidson, and with me as always is Brian Womax. Join us as we systematically work our way through the full X-Files franchise. In each episode, we will tackle a single episode of the X-Files, so join along. Watch with us as we discuss each and every detail on the X-Files Revisited. Hello and welcome back to the X-Files Revisited. We are now on to Season 3, Episode 8, Oubliette. Now, Brian, go and tell me how this uh, lands in the pantheon of X-Files episodes. Well, I can tell you exactly where it sits in the pantheon of X-Files episodes. Uh, something I'm surprised I've never done before, but will be doing from this point onwards. Um, this particular episode ranks... Number 124 out of 217 episodes. That's based on the IMDb ranking system. So obviously the mm. scores that people give the episodes, the individual episodes on IMDb, based on those scores, this episode sits yeah, somewhere around the middle, which is at number 124 of 217, which surprises me. It must be said. Uh, the, the, I, I've gone through that list, and I must say there's quite a few above this that I wouldn't have put above this. But hey ho, uh, I, I'm keen to to hear what your thoughts are. So let's get into it. Okay. <clears throat> so we open up to a high school, and it's photo day, and we're going to meet two of our main characters here. We're going to meet Amy, and the most stereotypical creepy guy. You've ever made. If you imagine in your head how you think a perverted paedophile type guy would look, Carol ticks every single box. You know, um, when he showed up, I instantly had flashbacks to uh, the episode Irreversible, the one that before we viewed it, I, I was, you know, like really big on. And, and then mm-hmm. you watched it and were like, just. Yeah, the guy was just like proper creepy. There was no way he was going to blend into society in any reasonable yeah. kind of function. This guy is the same. You take mm-hmm. one look at this guy and you're like, there is no way this dude is blending in because <laughs> he's no. got weirdo written all over him. Yeah, I, I, a grown man like that, standing in a gym hall, looking at young women, literally salivating should have been <laughs> escorted out of the building. You're like, dear God, why? Um, anyway, it's fair to say that we know that Carol is going to be the monster of this episode. <laughs> Absolutely no disputing it whatsoever. Um, and then we get to see Carol developing pictures uh, where he gets... Okay, can I just can I just say um, I, I just wanted to point out the casting, which you probably won't know because you, you've not seen Firefly, have you? No. Right, fans of Firefly will notice that the the girl who uh, who plays Amy is none other than Jewel State, who is from Firefly. Uh, would go on to make Firefly. Very very good actress. Uh, shows a lot of range in that particular show and and does here as well. And someone I actually got to meet once and turned out to be a lovely person. Uh, yeah, so I, I went to London Film and Comic Con back in two thousand and six-ish, seven-ish, something like that. Met her, got a photo with her, and she was absolutely lovely. Uh, sat and chatted with me for a bit. Great stuff. But yeah, 
here she's 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 in her teenage years one of her early first kind of roles i think yes um so we, we jumped to carl who is shall we say like getting overexcited with his arts and crafts he's cutting <laughs> out a picture and just seems way too excited doing it as well yes um, and then he, yes. He's, he's got a little picture of himself a little picture of amy and then uh, he's in his little oubliette taking yeah. pictures of it. Yeah. He's got, he's got, oh, so that's what oubliette is, is it? Oubliette you, you is a, it. yeah, it's a, a French term for a hidden dungeon that you can only access through a, mm. a door at the top of it. Ah, right. Well, there you go. I, after 30 years of watching The X-Files, <laughs> I finally know what Juliet actually means. You'd have thought I'd have looked that up by now, but never have. Um, but yeah, there you go. You learn something every day. Um, <laughs> yeah, this this guy is really kind of throwing out some Buffalo Bill vibes. <laughs> yes, yes, he certainly <laughs> is. Full on. Um, <clears throat> but, but Buffalo Bill was an actual mental patient. You know, he, he was someone who had been in psychiatric care. This is not something that was ever in dispute. Whereas our guy here is someone who holds down a regular job. Uh, which, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, not How, for long, though, because he gets fired. Not, not for long. Um, and then we kind of cut to Amy in her bed sleeping as Carol climbs in and steals her. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is a rather creepy scene. Yeah. Um, any parents who watch that will probably be extremely freaked out by that. Yeah. Um, made made all the more creepy by the fact that her younger sister is sleeping in the bed opposite from her. Absolutely. Watching this one, just, just a little bit terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then we jump to our other main character of this episode, Lucy, mm-hmm. who is working in a diner, who is just getting like harassed by her co-worker <laughs> for putting the, the wrong size of drinks. Um, and she suddenly has a nosebleed and then passes out on the ground. And is it just me or does everybody go into an instant case of social distancing at that point? Because it's yeah, just like, yeah. you got that one co-worker who does seem to just wander off and, and, and make a phone call, presumably to the police. Um, mm. But everyone else just kind of stands there, gawping, like, oh, oh what's going yeah, on with yeah. that? No yeah, one goes especially the folk the at the counter. Yeah. The ones at the counter are like, oh, What's she doing? What's she doing? Yeah. Like, no one goes and checks on her, like helps her, you no. know, like just puts a hand on her or anything. It's just like somebody's yeah. in the background just going, serves her right for getting <laughs> the wrong size of drinks. <laughs> That's what you get for giving me a Pepsi and not a Coke. Yes. Um, and she's kind of saying the same line uh, nobody's going to stop this or us. And her yeah. watch reads 10.05 the same time yeah. that the girl was kidnapped. And her nose bleeds. So and now, her nose gushes blood the same as, as Amy's. I've never kidnapped anybody. And I'm never going to, Brian. <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. Okay, so I, I haven't been considering this. But as five past ten at night, the prime kidnapping time. Well, I, I Because you'd imagine the parents would still be active. Uh, not necessarily, because it, it depends what kind of shifts they work. I mean, I know, like my brother, um, he, he, him, and his wife are always in bed by nine, so they're gone by ten because he works shifts driving an ambulance and that. So, it, it, and I assume that this guy is the kind of guy who's going to, you know, scope out her house a bit, you know, a bit like Red Dragon dude. 
um, Dalahide, you know, scope out the place, check what the time. I mean, that's what these people are often like in it, or certainly depicted like in movies. So I, I didn't really give it a second thought. It, it is interesting, yeah, the, the the time, but you do have to yeah. find a time that is reasonably late enough for this to happen, and also to have someone still working in a diner, um, and and a packed diner. <laughs> 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 yeah, ten o'clock at night. Everyone, everyone's out at the diner. I'm just like, I need to get me some munches. Um, so we go into the intro, and then we're instantly thrown into Amy's home, where it's now a crime scene. We now have the police kind of uh, storming about, and Mulder just breezes in as he does, walking about like, without a care in the world, flashing his badge as need be. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think of this seat, Brian? Just so there's a few elements that make yeah. this scene. Um, mm. I really like this scene. I like it quite a lot. Um, I think if you remember going back, I mean, I don't, again, I, I've not spoken to you prior to this. I really don't know what your thoughts and feelings are on this episode. Um, but there's certain points in it where I'm watching it and I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking Graham can go either this way or that way on it and i'm taken back to the episode the first season episode conduit if you remember conduit oh, yeah. yeah um <laughs> and, and i remember the problem I remember you, that yes the problem you had with that was that and me we, you know we both we, we i think i even lowered my grade as a result of us talking about it, it was this really heavy-handed way in which Mulder's sister Mulder's sister Mulder's sister was laid on the thick with it um now I have a slight feeling that you might go that way here. I personally don't think so. And hopefully I'm completely wrong about you. Um, I think this is, is, is trying to do much of what Conduit tried to do, but it does it in a much, much better way. Um, so, <clears throat> so like, obviously we know Mulder's past. Um, and a lot of the problem with Conduit was that it was very early in the in the in the series, so they did have to lay off all this exposition on pretty thick or whatever. Um, but here, we are we know his past now, so he can go into a situation, he can go into a room where he can talk to the mother of a girl who's who's gone missing and trying to console her, and her saying, "Sorry, but how would you know how I feel?" And then walking off. We know what a knife in the heart that is to Mulder because we know exactly yeah. how he feels. We know his I, past. I I, love, I thought that was really funny. I thought it was like a sex sister burn. <laughs> just like, <laughs> no, I just I wanted him to turn around and just be like, "My sister was abducted by aliens." Yeah, 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 just, yeah. Bitch, please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just thought it was kind of uh, funny. Yeah, but it but it um, sh- but it shows what kind of a man uh, Mulder is that he doesn't do that. That he doesn't. You know, well, he he know he knows how she feels. This is the thing, and he knows what stage she is in. He's had years to come to to some kind of terms with his sister being abducted. She's she's right in the you know the aftermath of it. So he knows. Well, I'm, I'm, I'll bring up what I think about that right now. Um, so we're not dragging it out type of thing. I I really like the sister element of this episode, mm. uh, and I think it's genius. It's really well done, uh, and I'll tell you why. Because we get two versions of his sister in this. Yes. We get Amy, yes. 
the younger version of his sister who's yeah. just been kidnapped, who he's trying to save. Yes. And we get Lucy, the older version, yeah. the shell-shocked, damaged version exactly. of his sister, who again, exactly. he's trying to save. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it, the, it's, it's the version wonderful. of his sister that he may very well get back at this yeah. point. So if he was to find his sister at this point, so, you know, the, the person he's still looking for, he, 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 this is the kind of woman he could end up finding. Someone who's yeah. broken at the end of, you know, of it, whatever it is, and, and just mm. kind of, I mean, obviously not to jump too far ahead, this, this is a woman who embraces death by the end of the episode. So, yeah. uh, you know, so, so, so yeah, absolutely. Great observation. Um, yeah. So that's, I really did like it. So we'll move on from there and then we get to meet who initially comes out as one of the most laid back cop guys I've seen just in this scene. Like it's not like that yeah, in the yeah, rest yeah. of the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's just he's like almost horizontal. He's just like, yeah, you do you, mate. Just mm. whatever. You yeah. go ahead. Well from from that bit, I, I to me it's um it's it's very telling because what's really going on there is that this guy does not care about Lucy. He's all about Amy. He's all about the young girl. As far as he's concerned, some some chick who was abducted years ago and is now suffering nosebleeds in a diner somewhere is the least of his worries. He doesn't give a toss. And he's and he's, he literally says to Mulder, it's one less thing for me to do if, if you can do it, you know, if you can question this woman. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's not a particularly good character trait to be laid back in that particular instance because... Yeah. You're in a missing person's investigation, you're just yeah. like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so we jump straight to the hospital where Scully has arrived mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit of a quick throwaway line to say that she was delayed by plane, which is it's nice that they just acknowledge the fact that she's not been there and give you a, re- a little reason why it's yeah, yeah. a throwaway line, but there's yeah. thought in it. Um, and then we get Mulder filling her in. And he says, that, you know, that's spooky. That's my name. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Lucy was abducted as a kid. Mm, yeah. And I've got to say, like, right at the start, when, when Lucy passes out saying that line, I was like, psychic connection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's no, I didn't think it was going to be anything else other than that. I didn't even know yeah. at the time she'd been abducted, but that's just what I thought. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can tell she's a pretty broken person anyway. Like when we first yeah. in, in, introduced to her, you can tell from her body language. And I got to say, performance of this actress is, is absolutely brilliant. Um, I've, I don't recall seeing in her in anything after this, which surprises mm. me because I do think she's very good. Um, she's obviously not, you know, your Pamela Anderson, stunning, going to lead a TV series kind of person. She's going to be more character parts and stuff, but I think she's excellent in this. I think she gives a really great role. Um, you know, in, in 45 minutes of television, she really makes me root for her and feel for her and identify with everything that she's gone through. Um, I think she does an amazing job. And despite the fact that for most of the, most of the episode, she's actually pushing people away. She's actually quite, you know, standoffish. She, she, she's not a warm individual. Um, I think in the wrong hands, it could come off pretty you know despite knowing what she's been through it could still come off as like you know get over yourself kind of thing but no he's he's so rooted in 
what she's been through and how it relates to this case that is now going on. Uh, I just, yeah, I feel for her every step of the way, even when she's pushing people away and, and kind of being all timid and whatnot. So yeah, great performance. Um, <clears throat> so we're in the hospital room with Lucy and Mulder and Scully are questioning her and she just wants a cigarette. Yes. Yep. Um, yeah, she, she she just doesn't want she just doesn't want to know. Basically, she yeah. she doesn't want to be dragged back into this. As far as she's concerned, she's she's only just started to get her life back on track. Some in some mm. kind of semblance. She's living in a halfway house. You know, for crying out loud, she's she's now sober after being on drugs. Um, something that is very common amongst abductees, um, especially when you think about the people who've been in uh, the sex slave trade and things like that. Um, yeah, and, and she probably, when she, after that ordeal, when she was younger, she probably had police officers by the dozen constantly mm. asking her questions. She said there'd be an, an aversion to that as well. Yeah. Especially, especially given the fact that they never caught him. So mm. as far as, you know, she's concerned that they're a bit of a waste of space. So, <laughs> yeah. so the, then we jump to Carol, who's really trying to double down on the creep factor by uh, just... <laughs> Just uh, creepily staring into his trunk of his car. Mm. And then we get the tow truck guy who appears who is just like a genuine guy, trying to make a quick buck, help somebody yeah. out, yeah, and gets threatened with a tie iron. It, it reminds me very much of, and, and it looks like it was shot in the same spot, to be honest. Probably. The, you remember the scene from Dwayne Barry? Um, it was it was the second one, Ascension. So the, mm. the second part to that, when Scully's in the boot and the cop pulls over, Dwayne Barry's just looking at her in the boot. Um, it, it reminded me very much of, of that, yeah. But uh, yeah, the guy just freaks out. Um, why he couldn't just say, I'm all right, thanks, mate. I've, I know how to change a tyre. I'm going to get on with it in a minute, but thanks, yeah. thanks for your help. Instead, he just goes all, yeah, like you say, double down. Yeah, he's like... He's like, this is a guy who's been doing this for years, mm -hmm. presumably. Yeah. And he just can't turn around and say that. Yo, you know, like, no, thank, thank you. Yeah. I don't have a girl in the boot. You don't need to look. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go my way. You know, when you look at these guys, you know, in real life, a lot of these people, the, the reason they get away with it is because they're so normal. You know, John, mm -hmm. John Wayne Gacy killed so many kids and he won man of the year in his hometown two years in a row. He's in photographs shaking hands with the president. Yeah, because, because you don't take one look at the guy and think, yep, serial killer. <laughs> you know, and, and most yeah. that's the way most of these guys are. And if, if they're going to be like a... If it was the guy that uh, they base Norman Bates on, if it's going to be like that kind of guy, then they Ed tend Gein. to... Yeah, Ed Gein... The, they tend to keep themselves to themselves and don't really hold down steady jobs and, and yeah. interact much with people in society. So, yeah, it, like I, I'll say right now, I do like this episode. I like it quite a lot, actually. Um, I think most of what it does, it does right. But it's just, it's, and it seems to be a thing with the X-Files. Again, going back to Irresistible, when they have psycho kind of guy they 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 make them the psycho kind of guy you know like they yeah. ooze psychosis um and, and i think that's the one fault uh, i would say that kind of stands out with this particular episode yeah he's a, a one-dimensional bad guy mm. for, for the thematics to come out against really yeah. you can't fault it for that it's a 45 minute show 
Yeah. Realistically, they all can't be perfect characters. Um, but if you just dial down the weirdness, you know, if, if, he, go, <laughs> if he if he goes about his yeah yeah, if he just goes about his business like it's something mundane, like it's something yeah. that he, that he does all the time, which he does, you know, it's just it's mm-hmm. just a, it's just another day collecting stamps, as far as he's concerned. Um, but they don't they do that. That those you know, like you said, when he's when he's doing that picture and he's looking down at it, it's, like, <laughs> it's just. Yeah, it, it's a bit mm. too much. But yeah. So then we jump back to um, the police station, headquarters, wherever, and this the laid-back cop now thinks that Lucy is involved because they're, um, well, he just thinks she's involved. Scully says that she probably was involved because there's two blood types on her um, uniform. And uh, she's sent away to get it tested, and Mulder asks her not to tell the local police about that. He's already starting to protect. Yeah, isn't it because, isn't it actually because there's, um, isn't there only one blood type on the uniform? No, there's two. um, It's O negative and O positive, I think. Oh, right, okay. So... So, Because the way I, I, I must have just completely zoned out during that scene because the way I understood it was that the blood type that was on her clothes was the same blood type as Amy's and that's why they started to suspect that Right, but I, I took it as both, but yeah. uh, I mean either yeah, or yeah. Like her, her blood's yeah, it's on not, it anyway. Yeah, neither here nor there. Okay um, so yeah, so it, yeah, there's, there's a match for Amy's blood type on her um, but Mulder gets defensive for her so mm. he, he's he's instantly in her corner. So he's defending Lucy. He's saying, "Look, that, that's that's not just start accusing her when we don't have hard and fast evidence." And he kind of pleads with Scully to just keep things on the low down until she can prove like, unequivocally that that this is the case. Um, so uh, then go to the halfway house where it looks as if Lucy is detoxing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she's a. So she, she's in bed with, and, and she's got scars on her face, new scars. So this, this dude comes in who I assume is uh, someone who works at the halfway house because mm, later on yeah. we see him in the kitchen. Um, he comes in just to check on her, brings her a blanket because presumably she, she'd been getting like a temperature or whatever. Mm. But when he gets there, she's got these scars on her face, which will later mirror scars that Amy has on her face. Um, and she can't see she seems to have lost sight she feels like she's in you know somewhere dark um which you know it's it's an effective scene uh again i i like her performance in it um and it's 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 like a ticking clock with this this woman it's like how much is she gonna have to go through before she decides to overcome because because that's what this episode really is it's 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 about her struggle her story to overcome her past or the, the demon of her past um yeah. and yeah this is this is one of those moments that is going to push her towards doing that so. uh, and then um, you see Mulder turns up and says he's going to take her for dinner and then we get uh, you know one of the most disgusting scenes <laughs> i think i've ever seen in my life this was a truly horrific um, not only the, the soup that she's eating but the way she's eating it <laughs> Was just like I could barely, I could barely stand to watch this. Right? Really? 
because yeah. he's eating like an animal just like yeah yeah so the, yeah it, it, it does get under my skin i do get the sense from this and i don't i don't know if it was just me but i get the sense that like if you imagine there's a scene missing between these two i huh? feel like Mulder was genuinely trying to see about taking her out somewhere where they could sit down, you know, get a hot meal, a diner or something like that. And I feel like because she's this person who doesn't like to go out, likes to be isolated, likes to keep herself to herself, she goes to the kitchen at the halfway house and sits there eating this manky bowl of soup rather than letting Mulder take her out. And, and I, yeah, so, so I don't think it's like Mulder said, why don't we go down to the kitchen? You can knock yourself something up. Like, um, I think he, he intended kind of an act of kindness, buy her some dinner, but she's just like, yeah, I'm going to go down and, and get some monkey yeah. soup and try and put you on. Um, Mulder is, is very, very pushy. Yeah. Mm. You so, think? Yeah, I think he's, he's constantly pressuring, pressuring her, constantly asking her questions and, and forcing her into um, acknowledge something that she doesn't want to acknowledge. Mm. I felt, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I didn't write that in my notes, so I didn't get the sense that he was being pushy. I, 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 I mean, there, there is the moment where she backs off through the door, isn't she? Doesn't she? Yeah. Um, and because uh, he does, he does touch her, and she just says, "I, you know, I don't, I don't yeah. want to be touched." Um, which again was a really great scene. I feel like ev- ev- everything in her movements, the way she yeah. she, she acts, that just. Um, she opens the door about four inches and squeezes through it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's just, it's just every, everything's so tight with her. She's so like, she brings everything into the tiny space. Like, if you think about people with a personal bubble, her personal yeah. bubble is very small. It's like, yeah. just don't let anything out, don't let anything in. Just keeps keeps it held tight all night. But um, yeah. Uh, I guess he is and then we go to quite pushy, but yeah, it's but it's quite a bit through, all the way through this. He's a little bit just niggling, just constantly pushing, pushing, pushing. He is, but I feel like it comes from a place of compassion rather than a place of just trying to solve the case. Like I don't feel, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's always compassion there with him, with regards to her. I think. And I think that comes through, despite how pushy you might get at times. Yeah. And then we, we kind of cut to Amy, who's stuck in a oubliette, and she is um, having pictures taken over by mm-hmm. Buffalo Bill. Yep. <laughs> Just waiting on goodbye horses springing mm-hmm. up in the background. <laughs> it's it's a very Silence of the Lambs moment. Even the, the sound of that camera. <laughs> Yeah, that that's that's right out of Silence of the Lambs. Um, or, or is it? Or is that one uh, Manhunter? I can. I can't it, it's all of the above and Texas <laughs> Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so we have um, Carol, who after taking his pictures, he leaves Amy alone in the house. She hears him leaving and, and quickly notices a little light. At which point she. Um, no, no, no. To break. no, 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 not yet. We skipped. Ahead? Yeah, you've skipped ahead. So first, uh, we see Mulder watching a video of Lucy from when she when she was found back in 1978. Uh, she's a total mess. Ah, yeah, she's kind of she's crawling on the floor. Looks like some kind of 
demon possession kind of thing. Um, she's highly sensitive. So we get a few facts about her, which get really mm. clues. As it, this is what I like is that we, we never, we never have to see her abuse to feel it just to feel mm-hmm. how ba- it's, it's all about the effects, all about the aftermath with her. We see just this broken person. Um, and <clears throat> yeah, so when she was brought, when, when, she, when she was found, she was really sensitive to light, which, you know, mm-hmm. because she'd been kept in this oubliette for, for so long. Yes. Um, and her communication skills for someone of her age, bearing in mind she was kidnapped as a child, she, she, she didn't develop much further after that yeah. because the kidnapper wouldn't talk to her wouldn't communicate with her so she, she just you know kind of switched off mm-hmm. and uh scully tells Mulder that they have a suspect in the creepy photographer's assistant after amy's family did not receive her school photograph so they're, they're already starting to close in now at this point yeah yeah um what, what did you think just... of that scene yeah yeah i thought they they Particularly the the scene in the asylum where she's in the kind of as mm. an asylum she's in yeah, it looks yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty terrifying as she's kind of crawling about the floor and writhing in, in agony almost it was mm. pretty effective and you can just kind of tell like she's extremely damaged by this yeah. whole incident. Um, I just, I like it, it makes me think of uh, I don't even remember the, uh, there's a couple of cases actually a few years back there was one in Australia yeah. some guy had built an underground bunker and the dude was married as well. He had, he had a family life. He was like, you know, he's, yeah, but underneath the house was this bunker mm-hmm. where, where he kept his girl. I just, it just, it makes me think of that and uh, just what, what someone would, would be like when they come out of that situation. It's, it's quite horrific. Yeah. It is. Um, and like I was saying, we, we cut to uh, Amy who's in, Oubliette as Carol is leaving and she spots a speck of light and starts to rip uh, planks of wood off the windows. No, he, he literally drives away. She easily rips off one plank and she's starting to pull the second one off. And then we jump to Mulder going to see Lucy again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, she's all still like standoffish and he just wants to show her a photo of Carol. Yeah. Um, yeah which, and you which can see the reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, <clears throat> I, I, I didn't, I didn't realize up until at this point that it was the same person that had kidnapped her. Really? Yeah, I, I don't know why I hadn't put it together. I just assumed that she had a connection with this girl for some reason. Right, um, because she had a similar experience. Yes, pretty much. Oh, uh-huh. um, but it makes perfect sense. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once you know what, um. Yeah. And once she's, she sees that, and this is the bit I like, it cuts back to Amy, mm-hmm. who's now pulling off that board that she was starting to pull off. And as she pulls <laughs> this one off, he returns back. Yeah. It's like, where has he been? How long does yes. it take her to pull that board off? I, uh-huh. I, can o- I can only assume that that board was really tricky. She's been at it for ages, and she's only yeah. just now getting it free. But mm-hmm. the cutting of that is very kind of... Either that or... He didn't even get down the road and he realised he'd forgotten something. But no, he can't. He couldn't have because he, come he back, comes back with, with a package, doesn't he? So yeah. he's clearly been off to the Photoshop to pick some stuff up. So yeah, it's literally taken her an hour, half an hour to to bust this one plank off. Um, but yeah, hey ho. Yeah, you're, just, you're picking holes here. 
quite literally. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then we have a, a really nice interspersed scene here between mm. Lucy and Amy as they're both uh, running one yeah. through the inner city and one through yeah. the woods. What do you think of this? So, I really like so, it. So well interspersed, in fact, that actually at one point I didn't real I didn't know who I was following. <laughs> There's a so they so they cut between these two women. You know, like you say, one running in the forest, one running out in the street, and and there was there's a bit of a cut where you go from one to the other. Where am I? Who? Who am I following now? Um, so, so yeah, that, that was nicely done, I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, obviously the kidnapper catches up with Amy and Mulder catches up with Lucy, um, who, at this point, she kind of breaks down, but she allows Mulder to comfort her. He, she, yeah. she, kind of, she kind of leans into him, which, for, for someone like her, is actually quite a big deal, because... Up to this point, she's she's not even wanted to be touched. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's quite a touch. It's, it's good. Yeah. Um, and Mulder talks to Lucy. And, you know, they talk about it being the same attacker who took mm-hmm. her. Yeah. Um, but it feels it feels here as if Mulder is just is just desperate for that confirmation that she's having these visions. You know, he's always. See, I, see, I, I don't see it as that that way yeah. i i don't feel like because to, to me it, it's not so much I, don't know, I i personally think it's about him trying to help her i think right. he, you know he sees in her his own sister um but not only does he see his own sister he sees his own sister as a broken woman so if he can help her it's in some way helping his sister. It's, it's, if he can get her to overcome this anxiety, this 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 grip of fear, this demon, then it, it's in a way it's like he's helping his sister. So I, I feel like mm. what he's trying to do here when he's when he's pushing is to get her to because because as far as he's concerned, he he knows this is the truth. You know, he, mm. he's adamant. He's he's already convinced. Um, he wants to get her to acknowledge it so that she can then start to use it um, and confront her demon. That, that, that's just the way I read it anyway. But. I, I, I took it as he was just desperate for confirmation of, of something. Mm. Um, personally, if he really wanted to help her, he could have showed her how to properly eat a bowl of soup. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just mind-blowing. But yeah, it's, a, it's another good scene. Um, and after that, we jump into well, well before before that, um, we, so, like, oh, yeah. so basically at this point, Scully rocks up with the, the the agent that was in charge, Mr. Laidback, who ain't so laid back anymore. No, and they're there to arrest Lucy because it turns out the blood that was on her wasn't just the same blood type. It was actually Amy's blood, uh, yeah. and t- t- to which Mulder pretty much ascribes the theory that, yeah, she she literally bled Amy's blood because she's connected to her in, in, in such a way that, yeah, she feels what she feels, she sees what she sees, and she believes what she believes. So, um, yeah, so but, um... but, but but yeah, but but in that moment, Scully. We're, we're jumping ahead again, I think. No, 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 no. Sorry, I, I, I think, yeah, I think I jumped ahead with the, 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 
the thing I just talked about, but but, but in that moment when when Scully rocks up to arrest Lucy, yeah. and Mulder is is dead set against it, Scully yeah. Scully tells Mulder that he can't see that he's he's just he's too close yeah. to the case, and that it's mm. all it's really about his sister, and yeah. Mulder kind of says, not everything is about my sister, not everything is about that um and to, to which i think one he's kind of in denial there um it's, it's, see it's a, it's a really good scene mm. right and it would work better if we didn't already know that Mulder was right like we know that, that Mulder's right she's got nothing to do with it she's an innocent bison and then i think if there was a little bit of uh, doubt about whether Lucy was involved or not, on our hand, I think that yeah. scene would play better with, yeah. with Scully saying that because everything she's saying from her point of view is sound. Yeah, but we know Mulder's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, this is true. Um, yeah, because because the, the 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 whole like Scully's argument is the whole Stockholm syndrome thing, yeah. um, which obviously has validity. It's a thing that yeah. that happens. Otherwise, they wouldn't have a name for it. Um, so it, it would have been. I just, I just don't know how they would have done it up to this point. They, they, they can't. It's just, they can't. Ha- yeah. How do you show both, everything that they're trying to to show here, how do you show that as well as trying to make her a possible suspect? I think mm. there comes, there comes the a point. Only, the, the only way to do it would be to, to do the full episode from Scully's perspective. Mm. As if she sees Mulder losing it over the fact that it's his sister. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. But I, I, again, the episode is what it is. We're talking about yeah, yeah. And buts, and it's good. It's a good episode. It is. I, I, I think you just you have to choose a perspective to go down, and either one that you choose, you're going to lose something and gain something. I think if, you, if yeah. you tell it from Scully's perspective, I think we we maybe wouldn't sympathize <clears throat> sympathize as much with Lucy, and and, mm. and I think that would just that would be just as problematic as you know as, as what we get yeah. here. So absolutely. Um, and then we go to we go to Amy getting a row. She's getting told off for running away. Carol yeah. just wants to look after her. He just wants to protect her and keep her locked in the nubliate <laughs> and molest her for years because uh-huh. he's such a good guy. Yeah, tells and her she shouldn't put... shouldn't try to run away. Um, the, the the scene doesn't really add anything narratively speaking. It's more, it's one of those scenes that you kind of need to put in there to bridge the gap between the stuff that's actually yeah. important. But I do think. Dual state gives a good performance in it. Yes, um, um, so. she just wants a drink, and yeah. he eventually he just he, he kind of lords his control over her, mm. and then he gives her a drink, and then he tells her to put the lotion on her skin, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we, we go to the city headquarters again, mm-hmm. and this is one of my my favourite scenes where the cop who was non-douchey at the start, who has become complete douchebag cop, uh, is, is adamant that Lucy is the person they're after and asks Mulder for a reason why she isn't, why the blood was on her. Of which course, uh, she, he says she bled it and then we have the perfect reaction shot from Scully. She just kind of, <laughs> oh, God, why? You lost it. You lost him yeah, all that. You're, oh, you're man. Uh, you had him up to it's, that point. You had him, but oh, I had to go It's there. these little little looks that just make it for me, Brian. It's, it's all those little things that just... Because you're so ingrained with the two characters 
like and and they've, they've created the character so well the two main actors that when you see little looks you know exactly what they're thinking mm. and that's part of the magic of the x-files you know you're into both these characters but what a look you don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah so the guy that carl freaked out earlier uh, who tried to, yeah, he pulled over to try and help him. He's he's come in to tell the police what happened. Obviously, with everything being on the news about the girl going missing, he's he's thinking, hang about this could be something. So he's gone in. He's he's done the dutiful good citizen thing. Told the police yeah. about it. Um, and the place where it happened is right near somewhere called Easton, which just happens to be where Lucy was found when she escaped all those years ago now i do like this good samaritan not good samaritan just like you say doing your duty you know you've seen something off and you report it but i mean i know this guy drives roads and 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 tows people and stuff like that but the way he just swaggers over to that map just he's like (laughs) there which looks like a bowl of spaghetti to me Um, i've I've, I've had a map before and it's Yeah, which which way's north? Which way's south? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And which way are we facing? Uh-huh. Um, you know, it always yeah. gets me in uh, in films and TV when somebody says, "Which way did they head?" and somebody goes, "They headed west." It's like, how the hell do you know? It's like I just, in fact, where I'm standing right now, I cannot tell you which way is north, south, east, and west. No chance. Yeah. So I would love to see just Mulder turn away, going look, hmm, and then look. Whipping out of compass. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but again, it's I've seen a lot of the X Files episodes where they feel as if they need to like just bring in a, an outside character we've never seen before to give them a key piece of exposition that's going to lead to the bad guy. Yeah. There's a reason that this man can help them. Yeah, you know he's been in the episode already. We've seen him. Yeah, and I like it. It's, it's that kind of thought. You know, where they've, they've planted that idea earlier. Yeah, it's, it's setting it up for a payoff, isn't it? Rather yeah. than just at the you know at the last hurdle, randomly throwing mm-hmm. it in there. It's uh, I mean, you I feel mean, it's it, just a, you feel it's, it's it, another scene just to show the guy has been creepy, but it's yeah, leading towards yeah. something. It's it's still slightly contrived in the sense that you can you can see the reason mm-hmm. for it. Oh, they're obviously setting that up, but it's just you know, it, yeah, it's they could have just brought this guy in to the police station at the end and he gives a testament, oh, I saw this, and then that would be like, oh, all right, why don't we see that? It's just, mm-hmm. no, it's, it's, it's all right, it's good, it's nice setup. Um, and then we have a small <clears throat> army of police, like as loud as they can, descending <laughs> on Easton. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, proper giving the game away. Um, <laughs> Sirens blaring, like, screeching mm-hmm. round the corners. Mm-hmm. Carl just love those small town cops. Yeah, um, and can they watch one too many Main Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they they, they watch one too many uh, movies and TV shows. Yeah. Just like, wait, is, is this the time? Is this the time we get to put our sirens on and <laughs> yeah. screeching? Yeah. So, uh, but uh, Mulder and Scully drive to the Photoshop in Eastern because yes. Mulder actually uses his detective brain, detective rather skills, than, <laughs> yeah, rather than just hitting the pedal to the metal kind of thing. He, he he thinks, actually, we know this guy's a photographer. We know he lives in Easton. 
let's go and check out the photography shops in Easton and see if he's yeah. been in there buying some stuff. Um, so, yeah, so while the rest of the police are completely giving the game away. To well, they, well, they're doing donuts on Main Street with like their little <laughs> sirens playing. <laughs> yeah. So we can only assume that Mulder's went into the shop, got the details, and now they're on to get Carol. Yeah. By the time they get to Carl's place, he's gone and taken Amy with him. Mm. But Lucy is scrambling around the room where Amy was being kept. Yeah. Mm. And it's never really explained how she got there. I feel like she's kind of made a choice at that point to to look for this girl. She's kind of... Mm. I, I think... Obviously, once once Amy is taken out mm-hmm. of that room by the killer, Lucy is going to be able to see what Amy sees. So I think that leads her to the place. Um, yeah, it's uh, it, it, like I get where you're coming from though, because we, we've had this this kind of sense from Lucy throughout the whole episode, which she just doesn't really want to go there. She doesn't want to be a part of it. She doesn't want to see this guy again. Um, so it, it is strange that she would choose to go there if if it was indeed a choice. Um, but uh, yeah. and um, yeah, obviously, like uh, this kind of reaffirms everybody else's position because she's mm-hmm. in the home where yeah. like, the kidnapping's taking place. Mulder's kind of comforting her, the arms around the shoulder. He's got a blanket yeah. on her. Uh, he's going to take her yeah. into custody to the car. Yeah. The agent in charge, like. G- g- like you say, considering he was so laid back the first time we met him, in this scene, he's an utter douchebag because he pretty yep. much just out and out accuses her. Um, there's just no tact with him in, at this point. Um, None at all. <clears throat> and then we get to the, uh, the car and Lucy starts to freeze mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and choke a little bit and... Uh, Mulder kind of theorises that they're in water, yeah. uh, but the car's been abandoned in the opposite direction where everybody else is heading. Yeah, so he, he, he knows there's a river on this side of the house, so mm-hmm. assumes that must be where they'd be. And obviously Carl has abandoned his car on the other side and then doubled back. Um, mm. So Mulder goes chasing after her while the... Uh, the, the the cop that has been kind of assigned to watch Lucy just kind of stands there, not really knowing what to do while she drowns in the back seat. Yeah. Should I give CPR? Should I stand and watch? <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, in, in all fairness to the guy, it's 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 reasonable to assume he wouldn't really know what's happening because it's not every yeah, day that coughing up water. Yeah. Why? Why would somebody just be coughing up water when they, when they're in a car and and they've just been seen kind of breathing perfectly fine a few minutes ago? Yeah. So I, I think I'd be just as freaked out as this guy, to be honest. Mm-hmm. And then um, we get uh, Mulder and Scully arriving at the at the river where Carol is drowning Amy now mm-hmm. because she can't go on any anymore, and uh, Mulder just shoots him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pops a cap in his ass. Absolutely. Warning shot straight to the chest. <laughs> so he's, <laughs> he's just, he's out of commission. Um, and then we get them pulling little Amy out to, to the, the shore. 
mm-hmm. um, where there's an awesome, awesome scene of mouth to mouth with uh, Lucy receiving the breath. Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. He's doing it in Amy and then we cut to the car. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, it's easily done, but mm-hmm. it's a really effective scene. Yeah. And it's, it, it, it's also, um, right. I can't count the times I've seen in TV shows and movies. And I, I first remember seeing it in the abyss where, you know, someone is drowned. Someone else is yeah. trying to resuscitate them. And they're like, come on, breathe, breathe. And, you know, the, the abyss did it the best. That was the first time I'd seen it done. I'm sure it's probably been done before. I don't know. But that, that was, I remember watching that film and it having a huge impact, that moment, because you just didn't know whether you should going to live or die. You're literally like holding your breath, waiting for it to come back. Um, and then after that, I saw it dawn so many times. So whenever I see this kind of scene, the old resuscitation scene, and someone's like, I'm breathe, damn it, come on, it's like yeah. beating the chest or whatever. I start to kind of roll my eyes. Um, and, I, and I feel like I don't roll my eyes during this one um, because it brings something a bit new to the table, which is one is that kind of, that visual trick of showing that what's happening to Amy is also happening to Lucy, but also mm-hmm. because Mulder doesn't manage to resuscitate her. Um, yeah. You know, like he, he Scully forces him to give up. You know, that's, that's usually another trope of that scene. There's, there's usually yeah. someone saying they're gone, they're gone, stop it. And then, but, but then they give it one last try and they wait. One more. One more. <laughs> and they, they, cover it and they go, no, no, I'm not giving up. And then, and they do it and they get on. All oh, right. I'm glad they didn't give up. But he does, he gives up. Scully's the doctor. She says, that's it. It's over. He gets up. He walks away. As far as, you know, as far as it's concerned, he's not been able to revive her. And it's actually Lucy who in this moment chooses, this is the way I read it anyway, chooses to take it on herself so that she's the one who drowns and thereby saves Amy. Um, so Amy comes around, but not necessarily because of what Mulder's done, it's what Lucy has, has done. Yeah. And I figured the two of them were connected mm-hmm. and I was really happy because they both survived. I, I was like, "Wow, yeah, they're both yeah. they're both alive." I've even got it in my notes here. They both are. They're both alive, <laughs> except Lucy. Always. Except Lucy, who's yeah, like one of the one of these people are not like the other. She's yeah. dead. Yeah. I was I was shocked. I, I was mm-hmm. a bit surprised. Yeah, because I honestly thought the two of them were yeah yeah alive. Mm-hmm. Um, and and Mulder has a little cry. Yeah, yeah, a few tears run down yeah. and. Then we get a little wrap-up scene where um, Scully tells Mulder that uh, she died of drowning. She had five and a half litres of water in her lungs, mm-hmm. which he already knew. Yeah. But, but he, he says, he, he gives a bit of meaning to her death, I think, because yeah, yeah, yeah. he, mm-hmm. he, he, he says that, you know, she, she died. She, she, she chose it, basically. She, she chose to go. She was ready. She She's... She didn't feel like she kind of had a place in this world anymore, and she just wanted it to be over. But in doing so, she, you know, she saves Amy's life. So, so it's a really somber ending. It's a really kind of gut wrenching ending, I think, um, for anybody with a heart, because because I do feel for this woman, everything she's been through, and she doesn't get to have any catharsis, really. 
um, beyond yeah. death. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I I liked this episode a good bit. I found it was really quick paced. It felt as if it was going to seem like constantly seen, 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 moving. Yeah. Um, I like the duality between the two versions of uh, the sisters, you know, the younger one yeah. just been kidnapped and the older damaged one. Mm-hmm. I thought it was well executed and it was quick. It's some good atmosphere at moments. Um, I think that the bad guy was a little bit underdeveloped, but he wasn't the focus of this story. He was a, a pedestrian, almost bad guy, you know, um, just nothing supernatural about him, nothing out of the ordinary about him, just your run of the mill, uh, serial kidnapper, weirdo. Um, but yeah, good episode, um, fairly strong. Uh, and for me, I gave it four out of five. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I give it a four out of five as well. Um, I think Chris Carter is, yeah, I mean, he's, he's on record as saying that he was very much inspired for the X Files in general by you know TV shows like The Night Stalker, Culture the Night Stalker, and movies such as Silence of the Lambs, Red Dragon, um. And this is definitely one of those episodes that is, you know, is writ large with mm. that particular element. I think they stumble a bit on the killer, not the yeah killer slash kidnapper, but he's not really the main focus. It's not really yeah. about finding him. It's about dealing with this, well, these two women, particularly Lucy, and how that relates to Mulder. So all of that stuff is really strong, really well handled. Um, it's just a good, solid, character-driven story uh, that apparently has 123 episodes that are better than it, according to IMDb users. But there you go. We'll find out on well, the show. I think I think we know that our rankings are definitive. <laughs> yes. The, yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So, yes, yes. so IMDb, are we good? Yes. Yeah. So, Ryan, would you like to give me the title of the next episode? <laughs> 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 and, uh, and, <laughs> and a rough kind of what it's about. Right. I've always pronounced it Nisai. I could be wrong, but right. that's the way I'm that's the way I'm pronouncing it. Um so this is the first of two part story. Ah, okay. We're, we're back to the mythology arc with this one. Right. Okay. Um so yeah. Uh it's 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 interesting. Mm. excellent okay we'll leave it at that uh, thanks as always for joining us on our x-files revisited adventure as always you can get our social media links in the comment box below along with our email address where you can contact us and let us know your thoughts on any episodes or the upcoming ones and we'll see you next time on the x-files revisited You've been listening to The X-Files Revisited. Please join us next time when we dissect another episode of this classic series. If you like what you've been listening to, please don't forget to click subscribe and also leave a rating and a review. It really does help us to get seen. If you'd like to hear or see more from Graham, please visit Man V Film on YouTube. Likewise, if you'd like to hear or see more from Brian, then please head over to Brian Lomax Movie Talk, also on YouTube. All that's left for us to do is to thank you for listening. And until next time, trust no one.